GateWorld.net presents an exclusive interview with Jason Momoa and Paul McGillian of Stargate Atlantis. For GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed and I'm with Darren Sumner. And we are here with Mr. Jason Momoa and Paul McGillian. Oh, we're not. Uh, Double Ronan, trouble. Yes, Ron Dex <laughs> and uh, Dr. Carson Beckett, respectively, on Stargate Atlantis. Dr. B. Gentlemen, <laughs> how is season three treating you thus far? Fantastic. We're having a blast. We really are. It's, a, it's great. Right now we're working on an episode called Irresistible. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Richard Kind is our guest star from, uh, you know, he has a, a storied past of um, uh, Mad About You and Spin City, just to name a couple of his accolades. And the original Stargate. The original Stargate, sorry, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, really, really fun episode that we're doing right now. Really, really fun for all of our characters. We kind of, it's a departure from our regular personality, so to speak, and I think the fans will get a real kick out of it. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll see uh, all the main characters in a different light. Absolutely. And you're Mr. Movie Man this year with this big epic episode that you've right. shot. Used to shooting on film. It's kind of weird going back to HD. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because no. Jason gets to shoot a feature while we're doing us because we're just doing TV. Rob has been yeah. talking about that. Like it's crazy. it's amazing. It's such a such an honor when he wrote it and uh, the working on it was just amazing. I've never done anything like it. So um, yeah, it was, it was fun fun shoot. Even this one though, irresistible. Like we saying different personalities, you know. We never see Ronan laugh, and you know, there's we just take on different characteristics that are yeah. we get to explore, which is a lot of fun right now. Yeah. So, back to Satita for a second. I I got to tell you, I saw some of the the dailies on that, and Jason just did a fantastic job. You know, it's uh, it's he's been such a great asset to the show, coming in after season two. He's just been a, a pleasure to work with. We have a, a really great time, and I think we have a great chemistry on the show, and that's oh, yeah. it means a lot. And we looking at this episode really elaborates on the history of his character which is fantastic and interspersed between you know the action hero being him in this episode and you get the comedy juxtaposed to that with you know I think David Hewlett and I have a lot of comedy in the episode so it's a real a lot of fun and I'll tell you right now I work with him on a lot of scenes the kid's got chops kid can act thanks Polly. <laughs> thanks Polly. perhaps more tender side of Roland perhaps? oh yeah yeah definitely I mean we could say yeah, it goes in my back, you know, my, in my past, so it's with my wife and, you know, my friends dying and my whole planet, so it's a lot of tapping to a lot of things that, you know, I didn't get to touch on in the second season, so good stuff for sure. You also get to do a lot of action work on the show, and this episode is the epitome of it. Yeah, I'm beat up. It's I'm still bruised up, so yeah, it was a good lot of action. We pulled out everything for it, so... I double for him a couple of days. Just, just a couple of get in there, yeah. I figure what the heck, most right? Because we look a lot alike, so. <laughs> Put the wig on him. Toss the wig and we just let it rip. I do the most of the, most of the difficult stuff that you see that it's me. Most of the slow-mo <laughs> stuff jumping in there. Is that... No, that's <laughs> right. That's Polly. Shot out of a cannon and stuff, you know. <laughs> Joe Flanagan has called Ronan his Chewbacca. Is this a fair description? Yeah, that asshole, he stole it. From me. <laughs> he stole it from me. I was like, I'm the Chewbacca. Yeah, no, I say you stole my. I called J Jason Chewbacca meets Marmaduke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am definitely the Chewbacca, you know. Hewlett C3PO, and I don't know what you are. You're uh, was good looking. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan in his character, do you think he's still the kind of of guy who would pull a gun on Shepard if if it suited him? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like we're doing this episode right now, you know. If in altered states, yes. Switching gears here. Okay. 
looking back on season two, how did becoming a regular change your job as an actor? Well, to be honest with you, uh, it, you know, I always felt like a regular in the series. Uh, a few episodes in to season one, they had uh, mentioned the producer that be, being had mentioned that they were, would be interested in having me as a regular, but they couldn't do it that year. So. I was in 17 of the 20 episodes in the first season, so I really felt like part of the team anyway. Uh, it, it changed in the sense of in the t opening credits, which is great, and yeah. always kind of fun for the family and everything. And I think, you know, they did elaborate on Beckett's storylines in the second season a little bit more than the first season, and started writing for Beckett more so. So it's been a great transition, but a very smooth transition at the same time. The episode, Michael, raised some very interesting moral questions about the treatment of your enemies, particularly concerning medical experimentation. Uh, what do you think about that episode, looking back on it? I think it's a fantastic episode. I was really excited when I, when I read it. You know, Carl Biner's such a, a great writer, and he has a real flair for the humanity in the characters, mm -hmm. and that's what I really like in acting, um, w especially with you know this character of Dr. Beckett, because I think the character has a lot of humanity. And he does deal with the bioethical bio and moral issues that, that present themselves in that episode, and I think, uh, it weighs heavily on on Beckett, especially the second the second season weighs very heavily on Beckett. I think Weir's characters, both of them have a lot of, you know, there's, you know, the Geneva Convention is sometimes tossed out the window in space, so to speak, and that's something I think that uh, Carson um, has a problem with, and I think he's dealing with it slowly and understanding that you, you are at war with the species, you know, and I think that comes into play a lot in that episode. You're realizing that. You know, I also looking back at like Duet when he when yeah. Carson pulls the gun out, you know, and puts it drops his gun and says, "I'm a doctor, I can help." That his first right. instinct is to help, you know, and so this is a struggle for him constantly, which I think makes for interesting character de development. Um, as far as you know, the moral issues, I think it's some, I think it's a very interesting problem, and uh, I, I think the storyline is further developed in the third season, and I think it, it still weighs heavily on him, and whether we're doing the right thing, you know, whether you can reverse a, a race, so to speak, you know, the, mm -hmm. the race that originated from the Raiders bug, you know, and you're looking at reversing something, is that is that moralistically and ethically right to do? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very large question, and I don't think it's fully answered yet. Okay, okay. Does that make any sense at all? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> What was the um, most joyous moment of all of season two for you personally, either on screen or off uh, behind the scenes? Once David Hewlett stopped kissing me in duet. Truthfully? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many takes was that? Too many. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's still calling me. It's creepy. <laughs> uh, the most joyous moment from season two? Yeah. On or offset, you mean? Yeah. I don't, honestly, I I just have a blast doing it all. You know, I just the whole culmination of the whole season. I just feel like, I feel like the show is really gaining its legs. Going, into, I think all the actors, I think the directors are really gaining um, an understanding of each, of all the characters and where they're at, and the relationships are starting to really flourish. And to me, it's just it's just such a great experience to come and have a fully flushed out character. I think Beckett's a very multi dimensional multi dimensional character. Excuse me. And I think it's a great opportunity for any actor to get to play a role like that. So I, I can't really pinpoint one particular thing. You know, I, there's so many episodes that I look back and think, you know, like Duet, for example. You know, I think David Hewlett was a tour de force in that episode. And it was a pleasure to play his straight man, you know, in that episode. And, uh, and then you go into episodes like Instinct and Michael, where it's a darker side of Beckett and a darker side of, um, 
you know the character and an emotional side which is really nice so that's I really enjoy the range of the character and that's so I can't really pinpoint one thing but the you know the whole thing's just been a fantastic ride and I hope it continues for a while. What about the most stressful moment for you? Were there any moments like either the long hours or a grueling scene or maybe perhaps a moral uh, conundrum that you were facing with reading this script and saying you know I don't know if Beckett would do that. Michael's a tricky one, you know, for, in that case, you're talking about a moral conundrum. When you look at Michael, you think, okay, how do you, how do you approach this as an actor and still keep the integrity that we, we've worked so hard to fight for that character in the writing and develop this character who has a lot of humanity, comes across the screen with a lot of humanity and a lot of integrity. At the same time, do you want to see him go too far to the dark side? I think it's a very fine line. And I spoke to um, uh, Martin Wood, uh, when we were playing that, you know, working that episode, I said, I want to make sure that we don't lose what we've already developed with the character. And I don't think we did. I think you see the struggle, with, internal struggle within the character. And I think that's really apparent and very important to keep because I think that's something that um, mm -hmm. the audience can relate to. I think in lots of ways, Beckett's like the, the eyes of the audience. He's like, this, it, on Atlantis, I think he's the everyman, you know, in many ways. And people look at look at the situation how he might you know when when it's crazy when you know when it's crazy he's the first one to say it is and you know <laughs> you know and if there's something he wants to get out of you know I, I think he has grown because I think in the first season he had uh, there's a uh, I've said it before a very you know cowardly lion aspect to Beckett and I think he's growing up with his surroundings and I, I like that and that's something I spoke to Brad and Robert about saying how you know, I like the character to grow with his environment. You know, he's been there for a few years, and it makes for, you know, it's it's in more interesting because, you know, if you get the same joke over and over again, it becomes old after a while. Yeah. But uh, I think I we've managed to grow with the character, and he becomes more accustomed to flying a puddle jumper, going through, you know, the gate, things like that. He gets to go off world more, and so he becomes more accustomed to that. And I think there still will always be a bit of trepidation in the character, but I think that also makes for good comedy. Right. Can we go back to duet for a moment? Sure. Um, have you received any fan mail about the uh, Beckett McKay kiss, and what has been the overall tone of that? The any response? <laughs> yeah. Yes, a lot, a lot of fan mail. I, you get teased a lot of, about it, you know, with the fans, and they're they're very interested. I think everybody took took it like it is. It's a very lighthearted episode, and yeah, I think the response was fantastic. I think people really enjoyed it. I, uh, you know, as far as I know, I think it's the first guy and guy kiss in sci-fi, as, as far as I know. Someone told me that. You guys probably know more than I would. Just about, yeah. Yeah, somebody mentioned something about that at the time. It was it was a fun to do. You know, I'm glad it was David because we're good, really good friends, uh, you know, outside of the Atlantis world. And we're both professionals, and we knew, you know, it was, it was a, a, a kind of a landmark moment. The crew, of course, you know, really razzles like crazy but the, the, it's all been very positive the fan, the fan response to the episode I think it's when I talk to people in the conventions I went to last year in Australia and, and England and Paris and they seem to really enjoy that episode I, and I had nothing but good things so that's good. that's also a good sign any chance of Beckett continuing his relationship with Cadman this year or seeing signs of that in the dialogue even if she doesn't show up I don't know as of yet, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. It would be nice, that's for sure. And if it's not Cadman, let's get somebody else. Come on, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> as an actor, is there anything you want to accomplish this year that you have never done before in your career? In this show? Yeah. Uh, Even if it's like firing a weapon. I mean, I don't know if... Yeah, I've, I've done a lot. I've been acting that. for a while, so I've done a lot of those things. Uh, 
you, you know what? Nothing. I really nothing. You know, actually, you know what? We, we we talked about this. Bam Bam and I talked about the stunt coordinator, but it'd be mm -hmm. fun if Becca gave somebody a headbutt at some point in time. You know, <laughs> as far as a stunt, because you know, a Glaswegian kiss they call it. That would be fun if we did that this year sometime. That would be kind of a neat thing to do. This gets desperate enough, he may just have to. He might have to. <laughs> uh, but but honestly, you know, the the way the the. Uh, the direction the character is going in right now, I'm very pleased with it. And so far, I've had some great stuff to do in the, in the first few episodes that we've had, and hopefully it'll continue. I just know I'm I'm part of a very large pu puzzle, you know. Mm -hmm. And and each episode can't be centered around your character, and you got to you, you know your place, and and you hope that uh, you know the writers see the good in your character, and they continue writing good dialogue for you. And that's that's all I can really hope for. Well, still since becoming a series regular. Um, your fans are still waiting for you to have the A story all to yourself. We haven't seen that. Is there any chance of that happening this season? I would, I would certainly hope so. That would be great. You know, I had it in Poisoning the Well in the first season, right? Uh, and that was, I think, what primarily made me uh, a regular. And the fans, of course, made, I think, the fans are a huge part. And I tell that every to every convention I go to that they they maybe become a regular. And for that, I'm eternally grateful because the response was really tremendous for the character, and that's just testament to the fan base. And they're the ones that I'll never forget. That they're the ones that emailed and wrote in and went through, you know, Gate World and said more Beckett, more Beckett, more Beckett, and and they listened, you know, and that was great. So um, I'm gonna get hit by a train. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really pleased about that, you know, and I, I hope for that to happen. I think, you know, irresistible. I have. Uh, you know, it's Richard Kind's episode, but I, I, have, I think the biggest part with him in the episode. So it's, it's a, it's a very good journey for my character. I'm in every day, and I'm shooting a lot. And I think, you know, out of all the main characters, it's probably my, my, I'm the most interaction with the, the guest star in this episode. So that's kind of a Beckett episode. I won't say as, as big as Poisoning the Well. Uh, I hope that happens, but I'm really happy with where it's going right now. You know, you can, you can, all you can do is your best. And mm -hmm. hopefully they have storylines that uh, can um, can you know hopefully show off your skills. Mm -hmm. We see like like with the kiss and duet and with uh, Aiden in the siege part three, Beckett's very non-confrontational. He doesn't he's not going to push someone away if I mean, even if he gets a kiss right on the mouth. Do you see that as a character flaw or a part of his innocence, or? I think there is an innocence in Beckett. You know, I, I really do. I think that he didn't pull away from Rodney and the kiss because I think he was in a state of shock, so he couldn't really move. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Beckett does have an edge to him. You know, if something like he, he doesn't mind, you know, uh, speaking his mind, and I think that's apparent in several episodes in the past couple of years. But at the same time, there is an innocence about the character. He, you know, it's he, he's not a fighter. He's more of a he, he's a softy at heart. You know, he's got a big heart and he wears his heart on his sleeve, and I think that's what's nice about the character. Does he have any flaws besides wearing his heart on the sleeve? Of course he does. Flawed character, characters are the most interesting ones. Let me ask you, Paul. Uh, looking at Atlantis Season 3 as a whole, do you think that the show is evolving? How does it compare to Season 2? We're fairly new into the season, so we're in Episode 4 of you know 20, and I'm really happy with where it's going. Like we mentioned earlier, uh, Jason's character is the, the episode Satita is just a monster episode, and I think the fans are just going to absolutely love it, you know. Um, and uh, 
the the two parter at the starting of the season is great. It, it it really tails off nicely from allies, and I think that you know it's always great, hard to continue those and to make them make sense and and be entertaining at the same time. I think we're off to a fantastic start. I I am excited. I'm really excited for the fans to start seeing the the episodes in July because I think it's a great way to start the year. And when we get into Irresistible, I I think it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. I think Irresistible so far is the duet of season two. As far as comedy goes, and Richard Kind is just doing a bang-up job, and the script is hilarious. Like, not often when you read a script, you're just like laughing, you know, just non-stop laughing, and it, it's so much fun to play. Like I said, everyone's sort of just a little bit outside of where they normally are, which <laughs> makes it really, really funny. Hopefully, it all cuts together well. You know, I'm really happy w with where it's going. As far as in the big picture, it's kind of too early to know. If it was mid-season and you asked me that question, I could probably give you a more, you know, a more astute answer. But as of right now, I feel like it's going in a great direction. You recently had a uh, another acting job playing a a science fiction soap opera star. Yes. Tell us a little bit about a dog's breakfast. Oh, a dog's breakfast. David Hewlett in a dog's breakfast. Uh, great experience. You know, it's so much fun to be able to work with uh, with David. Uh, I think we have a lot of chemistry on the show, and, and we're really great friends. And he approached me last year with a script that he that he had written and and wanted to direct and be one of the stars in, and asked me to be the co-star in it as well. And I was, you know, really honored. It, it's just a fantastic script, and I, I loved it. I just couldn't put it down when I was reading it. It is hilarious, and. I don't mind saying that because I, it really is, and hopefully the finished product is. I haven't looked at anything because it's a, he has a rough cut already. It's it, it was just a lot of fun. I play uh, Ryan. I play. I'm in a soap opera called Starcrossed, a sci-fi soap opera, and <laughs> and my hair is blonde in it, highlighted, and and I also play a couple of different roles in it as well. Besides that, I won't give that away though. And I think the audiences of of the Stargate shows are going to crack up when they see this. <laughs> it's going to see a completely different side to all of our characters. David does a fantastic job in it. And Kate um, mm -hmm. Hewlett, David's sister, plays my fiancé in, the, in the, the film. And that's, that's terrific. And we get, of course, Christopher Judge is in there for a, a nice cameo. And Rachel Luttrell is doing a cameo in it as well. And it's just uh, it's great. You know, it's a great experience. John Lennick produced it with Jane Lohman, David's girlfriend. So it was really in-house. And we had all, almost all the crew from SG-1 we're, we're doing it with us, all the keys and all the areas. So it was just what a smooth transition before we start going into the season. It was a great warm-up for that. It rained almost every single day we shot, which was a little tough. But the, the spirit on set was fantastic, and apparently the finished product is, is looking really good. I, I'm going to wait until they have sound and all that kind of stuff. I like to be surprised because, you know, I've already done it. There's not much I can do now. <laughs> we still have some second unit we're going to shoot in two uh, two weeks, I think, to finish the, just some insert stuff. But it was a great experience. A lot of viewers often think the actor in real life is very, very much like the character he plays. A lot of sci-fi fans in particular, their, their, their imagination, this character and this actor are one and the same. Yeah. If you could make one distinction about your, between your character and yourself, what would it be? One distinction between my character? Um, I probably get lucky more than Beckett does. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I think you know I think every character is an extension to be honest I think every character is an extension of of the actor you know to a certain degree and I think that's a good thing about acting I think you have to bring a bit of yourself to every role you know whether it's the dark side or or the comedic side or the sensitive side and I think that what makes for honest performances 
and that's that's something I, I try to do you know I'm not gonna say Beckett's exactly like me but there's parts of me that are definitely like that character for sure mm -hmm. and I think that you know hopefully rings true when, when it comes across on screen what are your hopes this season for Beckett the character and McGillian the actor Beckett the character I, I, I like to see him go off world even more it, it, it's a lot of fun I really enjoy it. I think he really enjoys that I'll speak as Beckett right now I'll speak with a Scottish accent. I think uh, Beckett enjoys that. He enjoys going off-world. It's absolutely fantastic. He likes the adventure. He'd like to meet some more ladies, I'm sure. Uh, he'd like to get in a few tussles, a few scraps now and then. Would not be bad. Uh, develop some new medicines for mankind. And uh, find a planet with um, some good Guinness. <laughs> Paul the actor. Uh, would like to continue going in the same vein. You know, I, I think things are going along swimmingly, and I'm really happy with the direction of the character and the director of the, the direction the writers are bringing the character in. Uh, like you said earlier, you know, it sure would be nice to find a bit more about uh, about uh, the history of the character, about Beckett's history. We really haven't seen his quarters ever in Atlantis. In the three, I think he's the only character we've never seen where he lives. He it, sleeps in his office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes he does. But I think that would be kind of neat to see that, that sort of side, a little bit of history on the character would be yeah. nice. But, you know, hopefully we'll go for a number of seasons and eventually maybe they'll get to that storyline. Who knows? Um, I'm really content with where he's going right now. Of course, I think any actor that has any sort of aspirations would like to have more to do sometimes, you know, and have a storyline about their character and uh, a meaty storyline. And of course, you you wish for that and hope that happens. At the same time, you also have, you also have to do the best with what you get at all time. And you know, I get some great stuff to work with. When we do see Beckett, he's usually right in the thick of things, and I think that's a that's a great thing. How often do you get recognized in public for Beckett? Lately, more than before, you know, because the show started airing recently in Canada, the first season. So, you know, qu you know, fairly often, you know, I'm a lot, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously, the thing is, I dress completely different, you know, you're not, you start getting uniform, but there's somebody, uh, but once in the, if somebody comes up, they'll, you know, in, in the weirdest spots, you know, I was at a restaurant the other day, and, and the waiter is this young guy, he's like 20, you know, totally hip, earrings, and he knows, he goes, he came to the table, and he goes, back it, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, and I was with a friend of mine, he goes, awesome, Dude, back it! Can I call my friend? I'm like, oh, what are you gonna tell him? I think tell him to come down. I said, well, me, I'm, you know, and he goes, yeah. I'm just so happy, you know, to meet you. It's always flattering. I'm always still blown away when people recognize me. It's very flattering, and uh, you know, I just hope that um, I don't lose that feeling. You know, it's always nice when mm -hmm. someone recognizes you, and they actually like what you do, which is also yeah. always better. You know, at first when I went to the conventions, I thought. Oh my uh, God! What are they going to ask me? I don't know. You know, I can't remember what I've did in that episode. But you know, you know, when the fans come to see you, they're happy to see you, and they ask you nice things in there, and they, it's it's very easy. And I've really, uh, you know, I really like going to the conventions because the fans are are great. How can you not like going someplace where everyone's really happy to see you? It's 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 a nice thing, you know. And I hope you know you guys have a great time this weekend. Tell them I said hi from Beckett for sure from Paul. Last question for you. Okay. What has Doctor Beckett taught you about yourself? Integrity. Really? Yeah. Keep having integrity. It's very important. Yep. Hello, I'm Paul McGillian, and this is GateWorld.net, your complete guide to Stargate. 
Wormhole disengaged.